Would you turn to 1 Samuel? 1 Samuel 2 and 30. We've been talking for some weeks now about the subject of the honor of God. And uh, this passage here is talking about a situation that happened with Eli and his sons. And I'll just read the last part of the 30th verse, and then I want us to pray a quick prayer and release our faith for utterance for the remaining portion of the service here. 1 Samuel 2.30, the last part of it. The Lord says, For them that honor me, I will honor. They that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Them that honor me, what did God say? Can you count on that? Is that a fact? You honor him, what comes next? He will honor you. Would you know it if he honored you and when he honored you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Amen. And uh, it's just like the law of sowing and reaping. You sow and you reap. You sow honor, you reap honor. You sow honor to God, you'll reap honor from God. And so we talked about how to show honor. We live in a generation and a society that knows precious little about honor anymore. And uh, some people know a little bit, but it's such an important thing concerning God and such a big part of his character and his person. I just don't see how you can understand much about God unless you know that he is a God of honor and a God of glory. And these two concepts are very close in Scripture. And with God, he knows the difference between good and evil. He knows what is valuable and what is not. These words, both honor and glory, have the meaning of heavy. And uh, you'll see back in those days when you went to buy something, you didn't just pull out your credit card. You didn't just hand them paper money. If you wanted to buy something, you had to pull out your bag of gold or silver. And they pulled out the balances. And if it was expensive, you had to put a lot of gold on the pan to make it balance out. If it wasn't very expensive, just a little bit. So if it was heavy, it was expensive, which meant it was valuable. God, how many know God is valuable? And God knows what is valuable. Well, when you honor something, that means you see its value. You know its value and you treat it like it's valuable. He went on to say, those that despise me will be lightly esteemed. So the opposite of honoring is despising. And despising covers a lot more ground than what we might think in modern usage of the word. To despise something can be as simple as going, ah, big deal. Whoop-dee-doo. So what? That is despising a thing according to biblical understanding. And when we, that's why we're teaching about these things. And I'm excited because I know it is connected to a stronger move of God in this church. Amen. 
Do you understand that there are a lot of churches today and the preacher gets up and he opens the scripture and he starts to read. He's not excited about it. The people are not excited about it. Everybody's watching their watch and going, you know, okay, ho-hum, I've done my religious thing for this week. When are we going to get through? Oh, he's reading the scripture. They don't say it, but their mentality is big deal. Let's get through and go home. Well, that is not honoring God. And I mean, you're going to act like that. You get to the place where it do you just as much good to stay home. But we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. We're to honor God. Amen. Get up on Sunday morning or Friday night or whenever church time is. Go in. Do your best to fix yourself up so you look good. Amen. Wear your best clothes. Is that right? Get your offering together. Bring some faith in your heart. Come into the place where God's people meet together and lift up your heart and sing. Don't just look around. Sing. Amen. I'm serious. I mean, understand it's not honoring to God to sit there and tap your hand, look around and go, well, look at them. Boy, they could lose a few pounds. You reckon they could get anybody to sing any better than that? Boy, he missed a note. Whew. Look at that. Wonder how much that tie costs. That is dishonoring to God. Because you're just being flippant and light about these things. No, you pull in the parking lot with honor. You treat the parking lot workers with respect. You treat the property with respect. Why? Because these are the things of God. And they're valuable. They're precious. They're to be honored. They're to be respected. You don't say, oh, do I have to tithe? Do I have to give? You stand up gladly. You offer it up with a heart. Amen. 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 When the word of God is read or spoken, you respect it and go, oh, glory, that's the word of God. The word of God. And the scripture says, receiving it that way causes it to work effectively in you. That believe because you receive it as it is in truth, the word of God. So we talked about how to show honor. We talked about reference, preference, deference, and conference. But last Sunday we began talking about the other side of this. When you honor God, what's going to happen next? He, every time, he's going to honor you. And so, uh, I guess it's been two Sundays now that we've talked about how God honors us. And we've been talking about the fact one of the big ways that He honors us is by choosing us. Glory to God. Are you excited about this? Is that, if you, if you were here, you know what I'm talking about. That God, the Almighty, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, saw the end from the beginning. And out of all the billions that would ever be born and live, saw you, saw your heart, knew you'd say yes, knew you'd want him, knew you'd reverence him, and picked you. Chose you before you were ever born. Amen. Chose you. Oh, glory to God. Everybody say chosen of God. Selected of God. Now that's something to think about. That's something to be happy about. Is that being honored 
when God picked you. Amen. Amen. He picked you to be a part of his family. Somebody says, well, you know, I picked him. No. Mm -mm. Remember what Jesus said? You know, he said, you have not chosen me. I chose you. He chose you to get you to revelation to even know that you needed to get saved. And to get you to a place where you could hear the word and get enough faith to believe on Jesus. And be born and kept you alive long enough for it to happen. And a lot of people ran from God in here. You know, messed around for years. And God didn't forget you. He had picked you. Amen. And the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. He doesn't change his mind. Everybody say, I am. Chosen of God. Amen. Oh, what a wonderful thing. God honors us by choosing us. He chose us to be born again. He chose us to be in the eternal family of God. He chose us to rule and reign with Him in the kingdom and age to come. Chose us. Not only that, He chooses us for specific jobs and ministries in the earth during our life down here. And that is an honor. Isn't it? To be chosen of him. Out of all the other people he could have picked. <laughs> to be picked of him. To do a job for him. All of us. Have a call on our life. Not everybody's called to stand behind a pulpit. And teach and preach. In fact it's a relatively small percentage of the body. That are. But everybody has a call. On their life. To be a witness for him. In their respective profession. And to be a witness for him. In their daily lives. And everybody has a gift or gifts. And grace or graces. That gives them unique abilities. In the body. And enables them to do the job. That they're called to do. And when you realize. God has put his finger on me. And he says. I want you to do this. Then you shouldn't go, oh, do I have to? That means you don't know what just happened here. He could have used somebody else. He could have picked somebody else, but he tapped you on the shoulder. Amen? And we need to think like this. You'll find around here, and our people that help us know this, uh, it doesn't cut it to drag your feet and act like you don't want to do it. Around here. You'll be out. on the, Looking in. I don't mean out of the church. I just mean out of that job. Now I don't know if you know what I mean. But uh, I grew up. In a little small church. And. Uh, the pastor. Just had limited authority. They usually voted them in and out. Every two or three years. Whether they needed to or not. You know just keep something fresh going on. And there were no set uh, song people or music people. It was whoever showed up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And a lot of times the pastor would, uh, I'm thinking of specific Sunday mornings now, the pastor would get up and go, uh, so-and-so, come up here and sing that special that we all like. And I don't mean once or twice, but many times they'd go, oh, pastor, you know, I'm not prepared. This morning, or my throat's kind of scratchy, 
Or, uh, no, y'all use somebody else. And sometimes he'd say, well, okay, sister so-and-so, could you come sing that special for us? And she'd say, well, you know, brother, I'm not really prepared this morning. And sometimes go through two or three people before you'd get somebody. And sometimes people you could tell purposely, you know, they really were planning on doing it, but they wanted you to beg them a little bit. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Kind of make a deal. Oh, come on now. Come on, please. You know, oh, we like it so good. You do such a good. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, come on, please. You, you know, come say, oh, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, please. <laughs> Did anybody know what I'm talking about? Have you seen this kind of thing? That is not okay. I said, that is not okay. Mm-mm. That is dishonoring to God. The church, the people in the church, the ministers, it's dishonoring. No, it's an honor to be used. Amen. Honor to stand up and speak in the church, sing in the church, play in the church. Honor to work in the bathroom. Honor to work in the parking lot. It's an honor. It's a privilege, isn't it? You don't go, oh, I don't know. I'm so busy. Well, if you're talking to me, that'd be the end of it. I'd just say, okay, you're busy. We'll get somebody else. You know, uh, I've had people for, you know, 20 plus years help me on the road and help me in daily services and musicians and singers and had a couple, bless their hearts, that got to feeling like they were so good that uh, we had to have them drag around, come in late. Come in five minutes late after the service has started. Well, I told them twice. I said, no, you can't be late. Uh, you know, I mean, if there's a terrible emergency or something you got to deal with, well, I understand that. But, you know, when you're late like that, it means that something else is more important to you. I mean, people might have a problem, make a mistake, but I'm talking about consistently late. Let me just touch on this. If you're always making people wait on you, then you're telling them that you're more important than they are. Did you hear me? And it's disrespectful. It's not honoring. And especially when the things of God, you know, I mean, you may not see me step out here at the first note that's sung, but I was here before it started. And I'm back there maybe looking up a scripture or something. You know, wanting to be sure I'm at the right place. But we're here. There's nothing more important going on Sunday morning than this. Amen. 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 Lest the Lord says so. And that's always, that's not just because we're the pastors of this church. We've always been that way with other people's ministries and other people's meetings. And it's not a matter of just showing them respect. It's showing the Lord respect. Amen. And if you're sloppy and you mess around. And things are not ready and they're not prepared and you rush in the last minute and you're having to scramble to get everything. That means that something else in your life is more important to you than the things of God or you'd have been here as early as necessary. You'd have stayed as late as necessary to get it right. To honor God. How many believe we are to honor God in every aspect of this place from pushing a vacuum cleaner to moving a slide back on the sound console, to tuning the piano, everything we can do 
to portray excellence because God is excellent. And he's honorable. And there's nothing more valuable than he and his things. Can you say amen? I know a pastor friend of mine in another state had a friend of his that had this kind of situation in his church. Well, it's his own fault for letting it be that way. But they'd been that way for a long time. And he had this special speaker come in. And he had told the people, tried to get them stirred up for weeks. You know, got this special speaker, going to have a special meeting. He came in and he got up and his situation was like that. And he said, well, you know, sister so-and-so, come sing that special for us. She said, no, no, my folks are a little scratchy. I'm not ready today. And he called on somebody. He went through about three people. No, uh-uh. They had different reasons, not prepared, this or that. And he went through some other people, and he said, well, okay. And, and they did this, and they got ready for something else. Well, brother, would you come do this? They weren't ready. Another one wasn't ready. Another one wasn't ready. Finally, things ain't going too good this morning, you know, for him. And he went over, and all the light switches were on one side of the platform. And he just went over there and took his hand and shut them all off. And his people sitting in the dark. He said, go home. Just go home. You ain't ready to have church. When you get ready to have church, come back. And he took the minister and led him out the back. He said, I'm sorry. My people weren't ready to have church. And he wrote him a check and sent him home. (laughs) It is not honoring to God if you have to beg people to do a job. I don't expect you to beg us to minister and do our job. We don't expect to beg you, right? I'm honored to be here this morning. You're honored to be here this morning. We're honored to do what the Lord would have us to do. Can you say amen? It's privilege. Turn with me please quickly. I need to finish up here. In uh, 1 Timothy, the first chapter please. 1 Timothy 1 and 12. He said, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me. For that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. The call is a privilege. To be chosen of God is a privilege. And we need to realize when God has used somebody in our life, it was not by accident. And we need to honor that. Out of all the people that could have been your mama and daddy, God picked the ones that are. Did you hear me? Out of all the billions that would ever be born, he could have picked somebody else. But he picked them to be your parents. You need to honor that. Are you with me? He used them to father you and to carry you and Bring you into the world. And I'm sure they didn't do everything right. But he picked them. And that alone is cause for you to honor them. The people who reared you. And taught you. He could have had you go to any school. You could have been under any teachers. He could have had you on another continent. In another time. But he chose those people. To impact your life. And affect you. You need to honor that. He used them. Out of all the billions he could have used to lead you to the Lord. He used the ones he did. He picked them out. You should honor God's choice. Amen. 
and years later remember that. Y'all saw us in here, what, a few months ago, we had those ministers come from another state, if y'all were here, and we, was it week of increase they were here? We had them stand up there in a different denomination, in a different state, in a different background. But God used those people to pastor me when I was a little boy. Amen. Amen. And we wanted to honor them. And I told you that, and you did. Oh, you blessed me. Because y'all went over and loved on them and gave them Pentecostal handshakes. And we sent them out to eat and put them up in a nice place with plenty of room. They just cried. You saw it. Some of them stood up here and cried and said, in how many, 40 years of ministry? 40 years of Nobody had treated them that nice, they said. Thank God that they were there. Just because, you know, if somebody in your life, if you think, well, they don't necessarily believe in healing or they don't believe in being filled with the Holy Ghost. That's not all there is to it. They don't believe in prosperity. Did God use them to impact your life, then remember it and honor it. Amen. And that's another reason why you need to be rich. So you can do stuff for them. Amen. Fly them out here and send them to 20 shows. Feed them the best. I'm serious. You need a bigger house so you can entertain. I mean, believe God. We talked about, you know, from this time. That the blessing of God's going to increase on your life. Well, that's why you have all this stuff to help people. To bless people. To do things. We're going to be one of the most hospitable places on the planet. Amen. People are going to know. Boy, I tell you what. That Faith Life Church bunch. Now, they'll treat you right. Man, they love you so much you don't want to leave. Including your own folks. Including your own family and your own extended family and friends from other places. Bring them in here. We'll love on them. Amen. Amen. And we're believing to have enough money that you can really show them a good time. Naturally and spiritually. They can come in and be filled and be blessed. Does that bear witness with you? Do you agree with me on that? Hallelujah. Used of God. Everybody say used of God. You know it is a privilege. That he has given us the anointing that he has. And the revelation that he has. You know the uh, Luke 10. In fact turn there and I'm commencing to get ready to start to close. Luke 10. Everybody say God chooses and God uses. See this is how he honors us you know. By choosing us and by using us. He chose us to come up here and start this work. He's used us in this. And I am so honored. I just lay in the bed at night and thank him. And because he could have picked somebody else to come up here. Amen. He could have picked somebody else to give this fine place to. And, and you fine people. You're a fine bunch. That's a good place to say amen. You're. You really are. I mean, I've seen a lot of people in a lot of different parts of the country and the world, and you're a good bunch. You know, the church is honored by God choosing you and bringing you here. And uh, we have a lot of quality represented here. In Luke 10, Luke 10, 21, In that hour Jesus rejoiced in spirit, and he said, I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hid these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good 
in your sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father. No man knows who the Son is but the Father, who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. He turned him to his disciples and he said privately, Blessed are your eyes that see the things that you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings, not a few, many, have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which you hear and have not heard them. We're a blessed people. I said we're a blessed people. That he chose us to live in this time. Amen. In this year, in this season, where so many prophecies must be fulfilled. When so many things must come to pass. When so much harvest of the earth, of souls, of every kindred, nation, and tongue must come in. You and I are alive to see it. Amen. Entirely possible we could see His coming. Oh, we're so privileged. I said we're so privileged. You and I live in a free nation. Enjoy prosperity. Sit on a fine cushioned chair in air conditioning. Amen. Can leave this place and eat pretty much anything you want to. Amen. Blessed. Lay down in a good bed tonight. And that's the smaller things. We see things that generations wanted to see. I said we see. We have revelation of our authority in the name of Jesus. And how the devil is under our feet. I mean previous generations thought it was God doing all this stuff to them. Didn't even know it was the devil. We have revelation that God wants us blessed. He doesn't want us broke. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to be healed and healthy. He wants us to be victorious. Many have desired to see all that. Generations past didn't see it. They just walked in the best light they had. Oh, how God has blessed us. In choosing us and using us. Amen. And in this day, he's tapping me on the shoulder. He's tapping you on the shoulder and saying, you go up there and do this. You go over there and do that. You pray this prayer for me. You go share Jesus with them. You take that money and go over and give it in this thing. And you support this and you pay for that. Ought not ever be a frown come over your face and a gripe go, that's my money. I worked hard for that money. I'm busy. You want me to stop everything? No, you don't realize what's going on. You're acting disrespectful. Say, oh, get on your face and say, God, thank you for using me. You could have used somebody else to do that. You could have put that money in somebody else's hands. You could have given somebody else the privilege of sharing Jesus with them. But you picked me out of everybody on the planet. You picked me to do that job. Oh, thank you for honoring me in using me. And then go do it with all your heart. Amen. And as you honor him in obedience, what's going to happen? He's going to honor you with bigger jobs and with more money and with more opportunity. Amen. With more anointing, with more revelation. It just goes from grace to grace and from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Can you say amen? Everybody stand on your feet, please. Oh, hallelujah. He uses us. Do you like that? He's honored us. 
in using us. Glory to God. He could have used somebody else. But he used us. Oh, praise God. Just lift your hands and let's thank him. Oh, Lord, how good you are. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glory to God. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.